We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to At Home in Connecticut, your guide to all aspects of daily living in Connecticut. Hosted by Bill Pierce and produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome. My guest this morning, uh, Pamela Atwood, gerontologist and executive director at Colebrook Village in Hebron here for her uh, regular visit. Uh, Pam, good morning and welcome back. Morning, Bill. Great to be here. And uh, as usual, you brought someone along with you today. I did, and I'm really excited about this one. This presentation brought out the real geek in Pamela Christ Atwood, <laughs> and I've brought with me today Keith Goralski. He's a specialist with the 2020 Census Bureau New York region. Welcome, Keith. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. I'm really glad that you're here. I had a presentation earlier this week, and um, I know that every 10 years we get these mailings from the U.S. Census Bureau, and it asks us a variety of different questions. But I wonder how many people actually understand why they're providing this information. Like, what is it used for? What do they use this data for? Well, first, the census can best be described as a nonpartisan and apolitical statistical agency that's focused on data, and that's Mm -hmm. important to note. Our goal is to provide a complete and accurate count of the nation's population. And we do that by counting everyone once, only once, and in the right place. And this is something that I kind of learned as I got involved. But responding to the census is actually required by law. Oh, I didn't it's, know that. Yeah, and it's, um, it's a way for people to participate in, an, in our democracy and to say, I count. Right. And how is it used? What do you do with this data? Well, the information is used in a couple of different ways. And for starters, think funding. Every year, mm-hmm. the government distributes more than $675 billion to states and communities based on that census information. So programs like Medicaid, public housing, community development, nutritional programs, especially Mm -hmm. for children, um, programs like that. That's where that money comes from. The other way we use it is to determine how many representatives each Mm -hmm. state has in the U.S. House of Representatives. And the American system, obviously, of government depends on equal representation in Congress, which requires an accurate census count. So it's important for that reason as well. And it's, it's, if you have an opportunity, I really urge you to visit census.gov and just take a few minutes to navigate. Sure. Um, and you talked about the geek in you. There's a yeah. lot of information there, so much statistical information that's available. And you can really delve deeper into not just states and cities, but communities and then all sorts of different types of statistics. Um, I know that this year I've heard we can compete, uh, excuse me, complete the census questionnaire online. Tell us about that. Sure can. Um, obviously, over the last 10 years, technology has advanced, um, and so too has the U.S. Census. Responding is easier than ever now. Online, this time around, from your phone, anywhere. If you don't have internet access, you can respond by phone or by mail. Okay. And the online and toll-free numbers are supported by 12 non-English languages this time around as well. Wow. And then there's another 47 additional languages that will be available via help tools. That's amazing. Uh, and that they know which languages to focus on is is 
I'm sure just result of other census work. That's exactly what it is. By the history, you know. (laughs) So how will this all unfold next year? I mean, it's not 2020 yet. What's the timeline? Uh, Great question, I think, because a lot of people want to know, okay, well, what am I going to be confronted with? And uh, the first thing you will receive is a letter in March, and it invites you to go online and complete your census form. You'll, with that letter, you'll receive a, a unique census ID. You'll take that ID, follow the instructions, um, and it just takes a few minutes. And um, it's important to respond as soon as you can so that we don't keep following up and keep trying to get in touch with you. And for those who do not respond to various attempts, we follow up at your door with Mm -hmm. enumerators. Uh, By law, the Census Bureau must be, uh, the information that that we accumulate must deliver results to the president by December 31st. 2020. So we started in March, have to have everything accumulated and ready to uh, present to the president December 31st. And then um, the following year, we released uh, redistricting data to the states by April 1st. Okay. It is such a monumental task. And we have now about 330 million people in the country, three and a half million here in Connecticut. How do you get the word out to everyone about the importance of the census? It's kind of what we're doing right now. Um, In order to be successful, we have to conduct a grassroots effort with local officials and respected members of all groups in our communities. And the key is that we partner in those communities with the trusted voices of the community because they're the foundation of our Outreach. They're the ones who represent the best chance at being successful in reaching people in their communities and helping them understand that the census is safe, easy, and important. Like us, Bill, we're trusted people. You are. You're trusted. I'm glad somebody trusts us. <laughs> well, we're currently working, and you know this, Pam. You just talked about it earlier. You spoke with Catherine, who is one of our partnership specialists, meeting with people um, from all over uh, the state various different groups as well. And that's our way of getting people to form uh, community complete count committees Mm. that reach out to people and explain to them the importance of the census. How do you count people who live in various places during the year? It could be college students who spend some time at home, some on campus, seniors who are transitioning to a place like Coldbrook Village or or those in the military who are stationed overseas? I think that's one of the most commonly asked questions. People want to know, well, I have a child and I have 50% custody, so what do we do about that? Or I have someone in college. Well, generally what we do is we count people – where they spend their most amount of time, so their primary place of residence. So for an example, if you're talking about a college student, if that student is on campus seven months and home five months, then it would be their campus residence that you would count. You use the address where they spend most of their time. If it's equal, if it's 50-50 or about 50-50, that's where we came up with Census Day. It's April 1st, 2020. It's that one day Wherever that person is on that date, so let's say it's six months here, six months there, but April 1st, they're in a specific, uh, they're in one of those households or one of those addresses, that's what we count. And as far as our active military, it's a little trickier because some are stationed across overseas, obviously, and some are on base, but we do have guidelines in place for accurately counting the servicemen and women. Now, we've got just a little over a minute left to go, and I I remember when I was much younger than I am today, they used to come to our door to help us complete the information on paper. Is that type of process going to continue except for the follow-up? 
Yeah, it will. Um, people will uh, come out and they will be at your house for enumerations. And we um, we also have jobs. You can apply for those jobs. And there are plenty of part-time jobs if you go to 2020census.gov forward slash jobs, 2020census.gov forward slash jobs. All right. And that's the best place, I guess, to go for, for more for information. For more information. Also. Absolutely. Great. All right. Very good. Thank you both. Thanks, Keith. Thank you. Pamela Atwood, gerontologist and executive director at Colebrook Village in Hebron, and Keith Goralski, a specialist with the 2020 Census Bureau, New York region. That's our program for this morning. I'm Bill Pierce. Join me again next Sunday. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.